organic food, organic produce. I mean, these are all terms that can mean many different things to different people. So let's ask some organic farmers for their own definitions. I think the basic definition is growing without uh, pesticides and chemicals. I think that's organic food at its very basic and having some kind of uh, respect or sustainability for the environment. But to me, organic farming goes a lot further than that. And there's all these new terms starting to come in, like agroecology and permaculture and no-dig farming. Um, and I, I really do think it's, you know, that environmental sustainability is a really key part of it. Well, it, it's, it's a method of growing, really, to me, method of producing food. So it's not so much defining the, the food itself as defining the way it's produced. So... You know, in in case of vegetables, it's growing without the use of artificial chemicals, fertilizers, and so on. But it is using crop rotations, natural fertility, green manures, and any other kind of methods of pest control and fertility that are acceptable to organic standards. Um, which means basically things which are produced, um, you know, naturally, and on the whole, as little as possible. This is Organic Life, a podcast that's ultimately based around one single question. Can we eat and live in a way that makes us healthier, happier and benefits the well-being of the world as a whole? A way that works with nature instead of against it? It's a big question and one that deserves a lot of thought. And though this is very much an international conversation, we're kicking things off right here on the east of Scotland. The village of Falkland is one that's steeped in history and it's achieved a bit of fame in more recent years in its role as a set for the hit TV show Outlander. (laughs) But it's Falkland's organic farming culture that we're most interested in on this podcast. We've just heard from Rosie of Meadowsweet Organics and Bruce of the Pillars of Hercules Organic Farm Shop and Cafe. They're two of the organic farmers who'll be talking to us over the next three episodes. And they're joined too by Brady of Falkland Kitchen Farm. We'll find out more about these organic farms shortly. But first, what's her definition of organic food? In its most basic, could be not using pesticides and herbicides. uh, But it really is much more than that. I would see organic farming as... um, a strive towards recreating natural cycles and natural systems and trying to to create a, a system that has ultimately the ideal organic farm would have no inputs, so completely self-sustaining in terms of, of fertility um, would would be the the ideal goal, but you know, it is quite difficult getting getting to that point. But I think that's what we're we're really striving towards. And so as well as as growing crops to harvest, you're also growing green manures and crops that are there to build soil fertility and and having uh, really well-developed composting systems. Biodiversity would also be, for me, um, a key pillar of organic farming um, and moving from monocrop systems to really vibrant polycultures. Um, where we mimic nature's diversity to give ourselves a bit of a safety net. You know, if one crop doesn't do very well, we have, have you know, 70 other different things going on that, that, that will go well. And that's 
kind of also underplay under underpins all of our food security concerns um, because with there being fewer and fewer varieties of vegetables grown by by commercial farms um, and these you know, big seed companies dominating um, we kind of lose that genetic diversity that gives our whole food system the same type of security that gives us in farmers you know we want to have hundreds of different varieties of cabbage so with climate change if there are different environmental conditions or different pests that we have a a, a gene bank that we can go and, and pull crops from so i think that that diversity for me is a really big part of organic farming what would you say are the key differences between large scale if you like organic farms and the sort of smaller scale farms that you get um for me the biggest difference is probably um down to the the diversity and a lot of these bigger organic farms they will only grow a handful of different crops necessary for the rotation you know but it it will you know very likely be you know a whole field of spinach which isn't you know excellent for for the wildlife and it isn't you know preserving the you know the gene bank of varieties that that we have um, so I think diversity would be be the main thing uh, from my perspective. Does eating organic have health benefits for us as people? I think so absolutely yeah I think in um, in a lot of more well in conventional farming then because the land is cultivated over and over again and it's usually bare soil then you're losing a lot of the the minerals and nutrition from the soil so there's going to be less in the vegetables that you harvest from there whereas with organic food then what you're really trying to do is keep that um, nutrition in the ground and I, th I do believe that organic food is better for you. It, to some extent it, it, it's actually the method of production you're supporting because organic farming because it doesn't use these various chemicals is a lot more wildlife friendly so we don't use the insecticides that will kill insects obviously you know but i mean they're they're not and they're not specific a lot of these insecticides i mean it's been shown now that um, you know bees particularly can be affected by very very small quantities of these um, neonicotinoids and various other pesticides that get used can affect the wildlife so and then there's the carbon footprint of all the various, you know, nitrogen fertilizers is a huge, hugely energy intensive product to produce. So again, you're, you're supporting a, a more sustainable form of agriculture, which uh, doesn't cause the same pollution problems or the, the same sort of environmental problems that uh, conventional agriculture is starting to cause. You know, for instance, you know, nitrate runoff into the watercourses into our rivers and other phosphates and so on, and the various problems that are caused by by intensive agriculture. I mean, you know, you look at uh, intensive poultry and pig production. There's all sorts of problems associated them with disposal of the, uh, the manures and, and the slurries and so on. So all, all these, in a way, the one of the one of the benefits I see, you know, from my point of view, is actually you're supporting a method of agriculture which is benefits everybody. I know you're also saying, what is, you know, people might say, well, yeah, but what, how does it affect me? Is the product better for me? Is, is the other question. And to my mind, it's, that is not such an important question because I think if the food is produced properly, 
then the, the food is good for you. Um, and it's, it's, it's to some extent a belief, but there is, you know, there is scientific evidence as well to show you that uh, even at fairly low doses of intake, you know, the pesticide, herb, biocides, as I call all these things, biocides, herbicides, pesticides, those residues in your food are not good for you. And there are positive benefits in terms of the nutrients in fruit and veg, for instance, that are grown organically. And it's partly to do with the fact that they, they're grown slower and that there isn't large um, reserves of soluble nitrogen in the soil, which causes um, very fast, sappy growth in plants. And so the slower growing, obviously, will mean that there's more nutrients taken up by the plant at the same time. Well, there have been studies to show that organic farming is uh, higher in certain antioxidants um, and and there are also um, much fewer traces of, of heavy metals and, and other toxins in the food. Obviously, there's, you're not going to have the pesticide residues. Um, but I think, you know, stepping back and looking at the situation a little bit wider um, and, and kind of simplifying it, you know, a question, how do we expect to get healthy food from an unhealthy soil? You know, the plant is is taking all of its nutrients, all of its trace minerals from the soil that it's being grown in. If that soil isn't a vibrant living soil and and it's just, you know, sustaining the crop through being a medium to hold synthetic fertilizers, where is all of that, you know, life going to come from? So I think, you know, we can, you know, it, it, it intuitively makes sense that a healthy soil is going to create healthier food for us to eat, with trace minerals being a really big part of that. Additionally, there's so much research at the moment going into the gut microbiome and how the bacteria um, in, our, in our stomachs has such a, a massive knock-on effect for other aspects of our health, such as our immunity. And there's even been studies to link the diversity of bacteria in your gut to your mood um, and how your brain functions. So I think that the bacteria and the life that's in the soil has a real knock-on effect in terms of, of your, your own microbiome. And I think that's an area where we're going to start seeing a lot more research come out, uh, which is was really, really interesting. You've been listening to Organic Life, a podcast for those interested in eating and living in a healthier, more sustainable way. A way that works with nature instead of against it. You'll find links to Meadowsweet Organics, Pillars of Hercules and Falkland Kitchen Farm in the show notes over on our website, organiclife.me. Thanks very much for listening and we'll see you on the next one.